Welcome back to the Fire Talk podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about whether or not the Padres should be benching Eric Hosmer. Um, now, we've seen the he, he has definitely become a defensive liability since he has joined San Diego. And I know that he has, you know, four gold gloves and one those in in Kansas City. Um, but I think everyone I think Friday night was a, was a prime example of that. Eric Hosmer is not a good first baseman any longer. In fact, I think he was is the lowest rated defensive player in the league right now. So Isaac, should the Padres bench Eric Hosmer? And if you know if they should bench him, what does that entail? Does that entail that he isn't an everyday starter anymore? Because he has pretty much been an everyday starter since he signed to the Padres. Um, but does that mean that he's just not an everyday starter? Does that mean he's fully on the bench? What do you think they should do? No, I think it's just a matter of he's not going to be an everyday starter. Uh, I think we've seen the Padres' unwillingness to completely sit him on the bench. And that's not saying that I think he should be a full-time bench player. I do think he's not a very good baseball player. Um, he doesn't play defense very well. And, uh, I mean, I was telling Matt, I don't think I've ever seen anyone make first base look so hard. Um, but he does it. I think that that um, that play, that Cronenworth made that diving play and, and uh, one hop to the first, that was an easy play that definitely should have been made. I think almost all first basemen in the major leagues make that kind of play, and it wasn't made. And that ended up costing Chris Paddock a little bit uh, a run, I believe it was. Um, props to Chris Paddock, by the way, even though, you know, he, uh, that Hosmer blender happened, the Tatis, uh, I don't even know what to call that, that happened and, and he, he pitched a good game. So props to Chris Paddock for that. But regarding Eric Hosmer, I think he's going to be more of a platoon player. We see him against righties, uh, because I like, I'll give it to him. That's the one thing he does pretty well hit against righties against lefties. He's pretty abysmal. And that's probably where we'll see someone like Jerkson Profar, um, or maybe we'll see, uh, Jake playing first and Kim playing second or Frazier playing second. I'm done with Frazier, been done with Frazier. Um, but I'd probably rather see that than Hosmer hitting against the lefty. Uh, but if he's able to hit like that against righties and play at least decent first base, I'm not opposed to him being a platoon player. But as a full-time player every day, there's just no really no way you can do that just because he is statistically one of the worst players in baseball. Um, that's not saying he can't hit because like, I'll give it to him when he goes on those runs, he can hit, he looks like a good hitter. He has a nice swing and everything, but, uh, he just hasn't come through for the Padres the way that I think we all knew he wouldn't come through the way that Preller thought, but I think Preller took a major loss on this one. And I think that's been, that's been known for a while. Yeah, I agree. With, I think that, you know, you're looking at like the value of, what does he bring? Well, at the plate, it's not like it's all bad. This year, 272, on base 340. Now, the problem is that he is slugging under 400. And if you guys aren't that familiar with slugging percentages, for a first baseman, that's pretty terrible. Like, that's really, really low. Um, and just, you know, to compare, last year, he slugged 517. This year, he's at 397. Um, the main difference is that his power numbers are so far down. Last year, he played in only 38 games. This year, he's played in 127. He's he's only hit 11 home runs right now. Last year, he hit nine in those 38 games. Like, his power numbers are so far down to where they were last year. And last season was by far the best year he's had on the Padres. Um, he's only had – this is – last year was his fourth time over a 800 OPS. Um, but his average, you know, career average is sitting around 278. So, like you said, like, he can be a solid hitter. Um but the defense is where it's really been bad. I know that he's like one of the lowest rated first baseman. There was a time where he was like the, the third lowest rated player in the league. 
just because he hadn't really got hot yet at the plate and his defense had been so bad that it was just pulling him his his overall war down so far um but i'm with you i, I think that's what we should see uh after friday on saturday it was interesting that jerkson profar comes in and makes a couple like crazy picks um, namely the one where Will Myers throws it back in to try to uh, get a force out of first base and it, like the throw is way off. And Jerkson, not only does he like run to the ball, he completely lays out and makes a great pick um, just to save the ball from being an error and, you know, saving an advancement of the runner. I do not envision error cause for making that play in the slightest. I think there is like no chance that that happens. Um, so we saw that and it's like, okay, I think I think we can already tell that Profar is a better first baseman than Eric Hosman. That's pretty crazy. I'm mean, anyone saying like you know it was a bad throw by Jake. It wasn't the best throw by Jake, but that's a very easy play for an MLB level first baseman to make. If we had and I've said, I've brought this one up of course like of course like a million times, but this is a guy I watched growing up. You put Adrian Gonzalez there. He's picking that a thousand out of a thousand times. Like he's not missing that pick. That's never happening. And. You know, some of the footwork by Eric Hosmer lately, the one play where he's just caught, like, napping, um, where it's a ground out to second, like, there's been so many plays like that where either the footwork's bad or he falls off the bag. Like, we've seen him do some weird stuff. Um, and his his play for space has been terrible. So that's why I think that, you know, I do think he's a guy that could be moved in the offseason. Now it's going to be really interesting to see what happens. If the DH is implemented, you're going to see Eric Hosmer play DH a lot because he has – you know, there has been so much that he's affected this team negatively on the defensive side. Uh, you want to look at a lot of these these errors by the, the middle the middle inning defenders. Uh, like the, um, I don't know what I'm saying, like that, you know, the shortstops, the second basements, the third baseman, any of these these infielders, all these picks, they like a lot of them are easy. Um, and Isaac, you even said that, you know, you play a little bit of first base, not a ton, but even playing younger, like you should be able to make these picks. Didn't you say that? Yeah, I mean, uh, I think anyone, maybe not anyone, but anyone that that's played baseball could go in and play first base and just be maybe not be able to pick a ball that Fernando throws because that's that's almost a death sentence for us amateur baseball players. But um, I mean, all all these kind of throws that like Fernando, he's at what sixteen to eighteen errors. I think he's probably down to eight or nine. Fair Cosmer not playing first base. Um, there's a guy that we traded for Austin Nola in Thai France, who is not only making way less money, but he's playing a lot better than Eric Hosmer is right now at first base. And I think when he was coming up with us, he was more of a third baseman. We put him a lot at third base. I remember people were talking about him being a catcher or whatever. Um, but right now he's really flourishing at first base with the Mariners. And unfortunately we have a guy we're paying what, I think it's 13 million this year to, uh, you know, be one of the worst-rated first basemen. Now, like I said, he can be a good hitter against righties, but it's just a matter of uh, Eric Hosmer, the way people were talking him up is that you think you're getting a consistent gold-glove first baseman who who's consistently going to hit 20 to 25 bombs uh, with a non-juice ball, of course, this year. Um, but the power numbers are absolutely not there, and I think that's kind of the other than the defensive side, I think that is the most disappointing aspect of how he's played. Um, now, power numbers this year are kind of down across the league. We saw a couple years ago, Fernando Reyes and Hunter Renfro had like 25 at the All-Star break, and we know Manny Machado maybe not doesn't have as much power as them, but um, he's a better hitter than them. He's only at like 22 or 23 right now, and I think he, I think at that time in 2019 – 
he was at 21 or 22 at the All-Star break as well, if I remember correctly. So power numbers are down across the league, unless your name is Shohei Otani, Fernando Tatis Jr., Vladdy, Vladdy. I mean, Marcus Simeon's doing great, but Eric Hosmer's power has not been there. And as a five-hole, you need to be able to bring in those runs consistently, whether it be with the long ball, doubles, whatever it is. But, um, you know, I'm always for hitters hitting for average. But when you get talked up as much as Eric Hosmer, when you're, what, like 6'3", 6'4", 225, I expect you to hit some bombs, more bombs than just 10 or 11. And also, this is, I mean, he's playing a, a position where you typically have a power hitter. Like first base is a spot where it's pretty rare that guys don't hit a lot of home runs. Like you should be expected like 20 or more. That's what I think the Padres expected. Um, and that just hasn't really been the case. I know he's done that in the past. Um, even like Manny this year has been down on his power numbers and he's still over 20. Like it, it's really low. Um, we have seen some improvement with the bat when his launch angle has been, you know, increased, um, which is a, a very good sign. That's why I do think, you know, he's the future DH if he's not moved. So that's kind of, I think, where it's going to be. But putting Profar at first base against lefties, I'm a big fan of that. I think that makes the most sense. Um, Eric Hosmer's numbers aren't, like, if you just look at him and glance at him, like, they're not terrible against lefties. But his OPS is 708, I think. It's really low. It's it's pretty bad. Um, so I'm still going to lean, you know, putting Profar there. Also, Profar has shown an ability to get on base at a much higher rate than Eric Hosmer. Um and also, he's not going to provide a ton of power either, but he, he's he been a better fielder as well. So I think, I mean, I think if you just keep tossing out Eric Hosmer expecting, you know, this gold glove first baseman and, you know, this super clutch dude, like, to come to just come back, like, that's not going to be the case. And it's not giving the Padres the best chance to win right now. Um, I know a lot of people have been super frustrated. I know, Isaac, you've been super frustrated. I mean, we all have. We all have been really frustrated with it. But... I, we're just not going to see, you know, some superstar emerge. I mean, it's it's definitely been a it's about as bad as a signing as you can have. <laughs> mm, um, but I think that you might see the Padres implement this. Hey, Profar is going against lefties, and if a lefty comes in to pitch against our Cosmer, we're going to pinch hit Profar, and that's what we saw um, on Sunday. And I think that's what we're going to. That's what I expect to see moving forward, and I really hope that's the case. Um, yeah. But anything else you want to add? Yeah, I think something that doesn't go noticed and you look throughout the lineup, you see, you know, for example, I think yesterday's lineup was like Grisham, Tatis, uh, Machado, Cronenworth, Osmer, Myers. Uh, I forgot what it was. But if you look from top to bottom, there's really two, two or maybe even three li- huge liabilities on the base path only because they're not fast. For example, you know, you want guys that actually have a chance to be able to score from, from first to home. Eric Hosmer is 100% absolutely not that guy. Um, Even on a base hit to right field, you want the guy on first to possibly be able to make it to third. Um, You know, the Padres at one point were were, uh, the best team in taking extra bases. So, you know, you're able to get Hosmer out of that lineup. And maybe I think Profar probably has a better chance at doing that. Cronenworth obviously has a better chance at doing that. And I mentioned the other base running liabilities. It's definitely one is Hosmer, another being Adam Frazier and another being Victor Caratini. Um, like, even Austin Nola as a catcher, he's got some wheels. Um, uh, shoot, who else is there? Profar is decent at running. Hassan Kim is a good base runner. Like, I think when it comes playoff time, come right now down the stretch, uh, being able to take those extra bases is definitely going to be important, and Hosmer doesn't do that for you. Um, the only way Hosmer can make up for that is by hitting some bombs, and 10 or 11 is not very good. I think he's, what'd you say? What's his slugging percentages? 
397, I think it is. Yeah. It's under 400. Like, that's not good. Um, so, so he doesn't even make up for it with his, with his power. And, um, so the platoon is, is, is a good option for him, but as an everyday player, there's no way the Padres can keep doing that. Yeah. I'm there as well. So anyone, if you disagree, tell us why you disagree. If you agree, you know, let us know why that's the case as well. Um, but that's going to do it for today. We're going to be going live tomorrow evening. Um, and then we're going to have our normal, you know, everyday episodes or live streams moving forward. So that's going to do it for today. Thank you all for listening and we'll talk to you very soon. <laughs>